So you are up at 105. Wow. I didn't think I'd be walking out of this draft with Malik Neighbors. Didn't see me trading Puka. But you know what? I'm, I'm light on Neighbors. Heavy on Puka. Got to make some moves. I, I guess at 105, I don't have a choice. I am going to, and I don't I mean it to sound like that, but I'm going to take Drake May. We're going to go Drake May at 105. Again, I need a quarterback. And this will be the fun one because for you to pry him off of me, you're either going to have to overpay with instant production or put together a pretty stellar package. Yeah, this is where it gets very interesting because I think I know you're going to slot Drake May in a certain range. And the fact that I have to pry him away from you, I'm going to have to come to you with something enticing to either give you a quarterback you prefer to Drake May. But for me, I'm probably looking at QBs that are a little bit lower and then seeing what I can tack onto it, just like the last offer that I made you. So I'm going to come to you with the combination. Man, I don't know if I want to offer this because I think you may accept it. All right, you're going to have to give me a 25 second back in the deal, okay? But I'm going to give you Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Waddle. So it feels like I'm pushing a little bit of, as Ray would say it, ADV and a little risk over to Shane. But I'm Shane, I'm giving you a potential stack. Yeah, I feel like I was on a call with someone this morning who pointed out to me that Tua finished as the QB 17 in uh, points per game this year, which should be impossible with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I am going to pass. And Jalen Waddle is very underwhelming. If I take out the second, does that sway you at all? Or Not even thinking even about the second. Not even thinking about the second. I'm thinking about Jalen Waddle was completely underwhelming this year, and Tua was completely underwhelming, especially considering the offense that he's in, the offensive scheme that he's in, just the genius coaching that he's around, everything. There's no way that dude should be outside the top 10 scoring. So I think that trade declination by Shane of Jalen Waddle and Tua Tagovailoa for his 105 maybe speaks a little bit of volumes to that this is still a pick that's in almost an elite tier, right? Because here's the thing, Tua and Jalen Waddle are both top 50 dynasty assets and you just turned down that combination for one pick. And I think a lot of people would go, man, I, I don't know if I'd be willing to risk that 105, but the fact that it was Drake May in a lot of leagues, you may get Malik Neighbors or you may get Jaden Daniels there. So kind of speaks to where that tier break might start to be forming. So I like the uh, assessment of that. So 106, I am up to make the pick. I'm going to take Brock Bowers just because I think this is where he's going to go in these drafts. Uh, yeah. But if you know how I play at tight end, you might be able to put something together that prize this Brock Bowers away from me if you can make me a nice little sweet bet that could give me some favorable odds. Here's a deal that I'm sure every TJ Hawkinson uh, owner in the league is going to try. I'll give you TJ Hawkinson in a second for Brock Bowers. It's a late second. So let me say 209. So the pick matters, but not a ton to where I don't think there's another path for me to be able to get that pick. You know me, I'm not a fan of Hawkinson at his current situation. He's highly valued and highly suspect for next year, not just his injury, but his quarterback situation. Like there's just question marks. So I don't think it moves the needle. I think that is a deal where the power of the name Brock Bowers, I don't want to give that up. Now, I'm not saying Brock Bowers will be better than TJ Hawkinson. I mean, if we assume that I'm making this pick in May, I have four months to worry about that. I have four months to find a deal where I like it a little bit better for Brock Bowers. So I'm going to turn that down pretty handily. What if I came back to you and I said, make it a more enticing piece than the 209? What's the most you would pay to get off the injured Hawkinson? Yeah, well, look, clearly I have a tight end fetish, so clearly you know I'm going to add to it. What if I added uh, another second, a 26 second? Not 25, but 26 second. Would you give me your 26 first? That's that's a little... And I just said, cut to the chase. If you're going out to 26, you're already going to have to pay two years ahead. Rip the band-aid off and give me that 26 first. Forget these seconds. 
I, I, no, I'm going to pass. It's a little rich for my blood. I'll find another option at the tight end position until Hawkinson comes back. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Sorry, we couldn't make the deal. I think that's an interesting offer, though, if you're willing to kind of do uh, something like that and go out two more years. Like, I, there are reckless people that would, they don't have time for injured players and they would throw a 26 first to get the guy they want. They would. They would. And tw- look, 26 is far enough away that you can tell yourself, well, I it's now a real guy. year, you though, know? Shane. It yeah. is now a it real is, year. It definitely is. But it is uh, far enough away that you can tell yourself that you can get it back. And in some cases, you might even actually be able to get it back. I could get it back. I don't know about you as far as the audience, but you could tell yourself you're going to get it back. 107, uh, I guess I'm taking Rome Adunze. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's even a question about that. It's pretty easy so far, this draft. Yeah, and I think this represents the, we would say it represents the tier break just based on mental perception of the players in the class yeah. right now. But that doesn't mean that this is the tier break. So it would be very interesting to see where this actually ends up breaking. But for the 107, ugh, I'm going to have to get Shane's juices flowing a little bit by offering him something that is going to appeal to his eye. Because I think wherever you have a Dunze, I, don't, I mean, I know we don't do like player by player rankings one through 50 or whatnot, but a lot of people do. So a lot of people would go, you know, I have Odunze this tier. This would be the player that I would need to be in that tier. And you're going to have to pay me a little tax to get off of the rookie. You know, you're giving me a fourth year receiver. I'm giving you a rookie. So you got to pay me a little bit of tax. So I'm going to get real creative here. I'm going to go down. I've been in the playoffs the last couple of years. I'm going to give you a 25 first, right? But you also look at my team. It's not like a juggernaut. So it's, it's, a, it's a, let's call it a mid 25 first. So I'm going to give you the mid 25 first, but I know it's too early to be trading these picks away for straight 25 first. So I am going to tack on one of your favorites, Shane. I am going to tack on George Pickens to that deal. Ah. Well, I got to take the process. I don't I don't have a choice there. It's the process. I know about as much of that Romo Dunze will be successful in the NFL as uh, George Pickens. And from what I hear, I've heard a couple people that you might know really in on uh, George Pickens. Good Trinity score the end of this year. Good Trinity score the end of last year. Right? Maybe one of these years, he'll actually do that the entire year even. More importantly, I'm getting a first and I'm getting a player that I know the market likes. So even if I don't like him, I could then turn around and trade him. What could I get with that 25? first and George Pickens. There's a world of opportunity for me there. So I'll I'll take the package. Good deal. Yeah. So it's interesting because I'm looking at other players that are in this range with George Pickens. If I substituted him out and I said, Shane, I got to go at one tier lower at receiver. You're going to have to take on an oldie. Shane, I'm going to give you your choice of Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Stefan Diggs. Any of those in a 25 first, you're doing those? Steph Diggs, Devontae Adams. Amari Cooper and Mike Evans. Those are your four options. I got to be honest with you. Uh, the 25 first is what's doing it for me. It's literally any of those guys in the 25 first for uh, y- you can get Rome. He's all yours. I appealed to your likes by sending that first in there and then anything else you're kind of, this is a psychology tip when it comes to trading. There's a reason that we call that like the leverage deal, right? Because your eye immediately gravitates towards the first, right? You've already put that in your back pocket. Like, hey, I got a first. Now all you have to do is squint at that second piece and go, hmm, Steph Diggs could produce. All of a sudden, you're taking the deal, right? Because you, you feel like you're getting two pretty strong bets. So I like working through that one. I don't know if that deal's possible at the 107 yet, given that it's still pretty ambiguous where the tear break's going to be. Glad that we got that one done. So at 108, I am going to go with the golden child, Shane. 
the guy that I think ends up sneaking into the top 10 and that a lot of people have, I don't want to say slept on, but probably not been as high on as where it's going to end up being. And I think there's going to be a cult following on this player. So I'm going to take Michael Penix at 108, Shane. And he represents the last quarterback in the class that's drafted in the first round for purposes of this exercise. So there are no more options at quarterback, at least that you're going to feel good about in this class. So if you want this pick, you're going to have to come to me and get what some are calling the next C.J. Stroud. Mm, narratives are fun. And when we make the pick, we get to create our own narratives around this is the true. Pick. This is true. Jared Goff and James Cook are Michael Penix. That's an intriguing offer because I'm getting a quarterback. I'm getting a usable... You know what? I'll just tell you this. I'm going to decline the trade, and here's why. This is me being a little dynasty arrogant, and that is because I feel like that trade is one that I could get at any point. January, February, March, April, May. As long as I know I'm going to get that last QB off the board, feels like a deal that I can get at any point, and it also feels like a dead-end trade for the team getting James Cook and Jared Goff because you're probably stuck with James Cook and Jared Goff. If you told me one of those pieces is one I could turn around and flip for a first or pat, you know what I mean? If I had some flexibility with it, maybe, but it feels like you're sending me the two pieces that you constantly are looking on your team going, Mm -hmm. how can I package these guys to get rid of? So yeah, I'm going to decline your trade just because I think it's a dead end trade for me if I take on those two assets. But I can see from like a war perspective where it could be a good deal for me. I could get some production there, but I feel like I'm just trading myself into two dead end assets there.